Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I really appreciate you tuning in every week. There's a lot of choices for you with podcasts. And I'm just grateful that you choose to tune in and listen to me every week. And I hope that I'm providing value to you. Okay, so today's topic, I want to ask you a question. It's just going to be me today. Have you ever in your life, and this may be a rhetorical question, have you ever in your life really felt like just giving up, just quitting, just cashing it in? You know, maybe you've invested a lot of time and energy into something and it's just not going your way or maybe outside circumstances have happened to you and you're just like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not cut out for this. I'm just not good enough for this. If that's you, if you've ever said those words to yourself or something similar, then I want you to pay close attention because this episode is going to specifically address that question. And I'm going to give you a recent example in my life where I said those words and I had to find a way to overcome it. I'm going to help you with this. So I talk a lot on this show about how great real estate is. And really, I present a positive message. But the reality of life is, is that you're not riding downhill with the wind at your back all the time. You're just not. The road that you're on is windy. Okay. There's twists, there's turns, it's uphill, it's into the wind. You know, sometimes there's an accident or two. It's not always going to be a straight line, again, downhill with the wind at your back. And quite honestly, that's boring anyways. And that's what people who are playing it safe are doing, is they're looking for that downhill wind at your back. And look, those moments come. Those moments have been abundant in my life. But I've also had moments where, you know, hey, there's an accident, right? I ran off the road a little bit. I had to go uphill into the wind. It wasn't fun. And I had a recent scenario, scenarios, because it was a multitude of things where I said those words like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I made the wrong decision. And I'm going to give you some specifics here because look, let me tell you, I talk all the time about being a business owner and being in real estate and making your own decisions. But that also, while that's a positive, those are great things. When it goes bad, Okay, there's nowhere to hide. You're the owner of the business. When I was in my W 2 job, and I believe this is one of the reasons why people stay in W 2 jobs, is when if you have a good relationship with your superiors, your management, if you will, and I've had experience with this, when things went wrong, they protected me. Like if I made a mistake or I did something wrong, they had my back. Well, guess what? If I make an error in my business and I do something that, or I make a mistake, a mistake that could potentially close the business up, that's on me. I've got nowhere to hide. And that could be scary for a lot of people. I want you to understand that I get both sides of it. I really do. I think the benefits of being a business owner and living life on your terms and calling your own shots far outweigh the benefits of the perceived safety and security of a W-2 job. But I want to get into this discussion here because I recently had a moment and I worked through this with my counselor. And I want to pause here for just a minute about how important me seeing a counselor for the last five years has been for my life. And I go once a month. I used to go more frequently. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not broken. I don't need fixing, but I need help, right? And I need to work, constantly work through things. And sometimes it's good to have a third-party, unbiased person that, you're, that you don't live with 
who is a professional, a trained professional that can help you see what you can't see. And that's what he does for me. It's one of my most valuable relationships that I have in my life is the relationship that I have with my counselor. Every single time I go in there, I have value. I get something out of it. And it's helped me tremendously in my life. And it's allowed me, I've shared a lot of those lessons with other people, with my family, with my friends, with people in my real estate mastermind, with people on my podcast. So I wouldn't discount that. You don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to think that there's something wrong with you. Look, we're all fallible. Nobody here is perfect. We all need help. I need help. And I'm going through this situation right now. I was in one of my houses. Okay, I'm going to get to this story here and why this is super important of cashing it in, of wanting to quit. I was in one of my houses last week at the time of this recording, and you know the place was trashed, right? The folks I had in there, they did a number on the place and they abandoned it. And they did some things that you know, made me question whether or not I really wanted to do this. And I was feeling sorry for myself and I was mad and I had all the emotions going through me. And then I just brought it back to center and I said, look, there's nothing I can do about this. There isn't. I can't be mad at them. I placed them in the house. I put them in the house. I chose to put them in the house. That's what I always go through, right? And I've had so much help with this. It's like, okay, hey, what's your role, Brian? What are the facts here of the case? And those are the facts. I chose to put them in there. Okay, I could have chose to put somebody else in the property. So I'm not blaming them. I've let that go. If I blame them, if I play the victim role, then I'm not living with it the way that I want to live. I'm not living with integrity. And I'm certainly not being the best I can, regardless of circumstance, which is something I talk about all the time, being your best regardless of circumstance. Hey there, back to the episode in just a moment. Are you a homeowner in the Chicagoland area who's struggling to sell your home or even own nothing and looking to maximize your price before the market slides? Are you tired of the traditional home selling process that takes months and costs you thousands in fees and repairs? Whether you're facing foreclosure, going through a divorce, or simply need to sell your home fast, WeBuyHousesChicago.org can help. We've been buying homes in Chicago since 2019, and we specialize in helping sellers who are stuck. Unlike traditional real estate buyers, we buy homes as is and can close in as little as seven days. No repairs, no inspections, and no fees. Just a fast, hassle-free sale. Let WeBuyHousesChicago.org help you sell your home and move on to the next phase of your life. Call or text us today at 312-500-6121. If you know someone who is struggling to sell their home or simply just wants top price, please share this message with them. As a listener of the W2 Prison Break Show, WeBuyHousesChicago.org will pay you for your referral. If you send us a referral and we buy their house, we will pay you a $1,000 referral fee. Simply have your referral mentioned, the W-2 Prison Break Show. Let's get back to the show. So I'm turning this house over, right? I got contractors coming in and I'm just cutting it down one step at a time. I'm like, okay, look, what can I control? Step number one, I got to get the locks changed. Step number two, I got to get the house cleaned out. So I'm calling the junk guy. Step number three, get the HVAC guys out there to check on the AC. Let's get the water running. Boom. So I'm there all day and I'm getting this done and I'm checking things off the list and I'm feeling better and better and better about the entire situation. Like I will get through this. It's going to work out for me. Am I having fun right now? 
it's not the best time, but I'm going to get through this. And then at the end of that day, I'm there at the house the whole day. I get thrown a body blow, right? The guys come to look at the well. The contractor comes to look at the well and he's like, you need the whole thing replaced. This doesn't work because there's no running water in the house. End of the day, I'm ready to go home. I'm kind of riding high because I had a bunch of good news. Okay, this is, I can see it. I can see it. We're going to get this thing back going and I'm going to get another family in there and it's going to be awesome. You got to replace the whole thing. You know, and it was a significant amount of money. And I left the house. I have about a 25 minute drive to my house from this property that I own. I remember I was just, I was so mad. I was so mad. I wanted to rip the steering wheel off. And I said to myself in the car, I'm sick of being mentally tough all the time. I'm sick of having to tell myself, hey, it's going to be okay. You'll get through this. And the lesson here is that what I said, that is 100% okay. You are allowed to feel sorry for yourself. You are allowed to feel like you want to quit. You are allowed to feel that you're not deserving of this. You are allowed to go through that. And I would encourage you to allow yourself to process those feelings because that's healthy. What's dangerous is the opposite of what I said, which is like, I'm just going to power through this. I'm going to shove it down and I'm just going to be mentally tough and it's not going to bother me. No, it bothers me. It sucks. It sucks having to hear that news and to go through this. But I processed it. And this is what I've learned with counseling and being around people who are farther ahead of me in terms of their mental ability, their mental stamina. I drove home. I'm processing it. 25 minutes. I got home. I talked to my wife and I talked to my mother about it because my mom stays with us for a couple of months out of the year. And it was great to have the two of them. I talked it out. I didn't hold it down. Then I felt better. I felt better about it. And then the next day I went to my counselor, which is kind of ironic how the next day after I just had this, you know, sort of awesome slash terrible day, I get to talk to him and he helps me through this, right? He helps me through this. And says the same thing, like, what's your role? What's your ownership? Like, this is all because of what I've done. Like, I'm 100% responsible for this. And this is what I want to portray to you is that while it's okay to go through these emotions, because I have some other stuff going on too. I have two other situations that are challenging right now in my business. And he referred to it as the triangle of doom, which I laughed. I literally laughed out loud when he said that. And now we're playing with it. Like, that's the joke. Yeah, like I have the triangle of doom going on. And I'm creating that in my head, right? Like, I don't know what the outcome is. I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but I'm already like 50 steps ahead. And that's really what we all do as human beings is we create these scenarios, these doomsday scenarios, the triangle of doom, if you will, about stuff that hasn't even occurred yet. So what's right in front of you? What can we control? And how do we get through it step by step? And allow yourself to go through the emotions, okay? I don't believe anybody on social media who's just constantly talking about how mentally tough they are, that nothing bothers them. That is a bunch of BS, okay? Because we are human beings and we have feelings and we have to process those feelings and allow them to flow through us. That was one of the biggest mistakes I made in my you know, adult life, in my 30s and my 40s, is I just didn't allow that to happen. And I did not know how to do it. Okay. When you don't know how to do something, then that's your download. You know, like I saw my father 
And my father's father never show any emotion ever about anything. They would have bad stuff happen to them and they rarely showed any emotion, but then it would come out later. Like they would yell at other people or they would yell at their kids or they would yell at, you know, my mom or whatever. And that's dangerous. But they didn't know how to process those feelings at that current time. That's the gift of counseling. That's what's helped me. And I think that we would all be a lot better off in this world if we knew how to do that, if we knew how to process our feelings, good and bad. Because look, life is not all roses and rainbows. It just isn't. It's not going to be. And I think a lot of us are trying to drive down the road where it is all roses and rainbows. And again, that's boring, okay? That's going to get old. Those roses and rainbows are going to look like weeds after a while. You know, it's kind of like I tell the story. I grew up in Florida my whole life. I was by the beach all the time. After a while, it just looked like the beach. It wasn't awesome because I lived there and I took it for granted. I saw it all the time. Like, that's what I knew. But then when I got out and I started to see other places and other stuff, it's like, oh, wow, these mountains are pretty awesome, right? And then I would go back to the beach and like, oh, the beach is so beautiful. So the point of this is you got to be on that windy road, okay? That's the exciting road. And this stuff like toughens me up, okay? I'm still dealing with this property. I have to literally go there today and meet with somebody else. And I'm in a much better mental state right now because of the fact that I allowed myself to process the feelings. I spoke to other people about it, my family. I spoke to my counselor about it. I spoke to my mastermind group about it. Like They know about this. I have told this situation to a multitude of people. And I want all of you to have that in your life. Okay, I want you to have that in your life. And you can get that. You can get around people who are listening to you, who are trying to help you, who will just listen to you rant. My wife is, I talk a lot about my son. I really do. I talk a lot about how he gave me the courage. I talk about, you know, he's my why. I don't really give enough credit to my wife. I really don't, at least publicly. And I've not met a better communicator, listener than her. Okay. I mean, seriously, I could sit there and just dump my entire universe onto her for an hour and she wouldn't say a word. She would just listen to me. And I'm so grateful that I have that in my life. And it's been one of the reasons I think that, well, I know for a fact that I've been able to get to where I am right now. And I will continue on that path because I have her and I can go to her with anything. And again, that's something that my counselor helped me with. I wanted better relationships with everyone. And he teaches me that, right? Can't do it alone. I can't do it on our own. And it's okay to be pissed off, all right? It's okay to be mad. It's just not okay to live there, to linger there, all right? Because we do want, we all want the roses and the rainbows. We want to be downhill with the wind at our back. And when those moments happen, and they do, and they've happened to all of us, those are the times where we have to, you know, really, really evaluate why this is happening, okay? Why this is happening. And I would just encourage all of you, I don't want to take up a lot of your time today because again, it's super valuable and you have a lot to do and you have a lot of you know different choices that you can make when you're listening to podcasts. I'm always grateful that you allow me to share my stories. 
I share them because I think that they would be helpful to you and the feedback that I've gotten is tremendous. So if there's a lesson here that you've learned or you want to learn more about, I want you to email me. You know, I give my email all the time and few of you will email me. Some of you do, but the majority of you don't. I know a lot of you listen out there. Brian at W2PrisonBreak.com. Brian with an I. Let me know what you might be struggling with. Okay. I love helping people. I love giving people direction and guidance because I've had a lot of it in my life. And one of the things that I've never told my counselor before, but I'm going to, is that, hey, all this stuff that I've learned, all this help, because, you know, seven, five years ago, I was a completely different person, like not even close. I was not a believer in counseling. I didn't think anybody needed it. I thought it was a complete waste of time and effort and money. And the complete opposite is true. I think people are making a mistake by not having counseling. And the way that I'm going to pay him back because I could never repay him, right? I could never give back to him what he's given to me, even though he might say, hey, just the fact that you're watching your growth would be the gift. I'm going to continue to pay it forward. Like I'm going to teach what he's taught me to other people and spread the word. So I just think this is super important. Thank you for tuning in. Have a super awesome day and I'll see you next week.